Hi, thanks for joining me. I'm Elora, your host on the podcast where we generate highly successful salespeople. The techniques you learn here are clear, easy to understand, no weird gimmicks. You're just going to get some great advice from my years of experience and the years of experience from my mentors and coworkers. Today, I want to talk about leads. I got a question from a listener. Her name is Clara. And I thought it would be something good for us to talk about on here as well. Clara's question is, how do I generate more leads for myself and keep them coming in so I don't have slow times in my production? Well, first, I wanted to start off by saying, Clara, that is a great question. I commend you for being forward thinking and planning for the slowdown before it happens. None of us like experiencing sales slumps. There's a lot of factors that figure into a slump, but not enough warm leads is a huge part of it. And I'm glad that you are um, taking the time to think about what might happen if you don't have enough leads. So I'm sure you know how important leads are in our industry and how important filling up your funnel with bigger and better and more leads are. It's the foundation of what we do. But some of us do have a real hard time understanding the funnel and how to go about filling it up, even though it is pretty simple to do. So I want to try to break it down for you in terms that you can understand and have an easier time with it. A lead is, simply put, anyone who would potentially be interested in what you have to offer. And the process of filling up this funnel involves putting those people in and narrowing them down until one of them falls through the spout at the bottom, which is where the close is. I break my sales funnel up into four parts. You can do it however you want to. I have four. The top, which is where everyone goes. Two places in the middle where I start narrowing them them down. And then the spout where the close happens. So the starting place at the top is way bigger than the spout at the bottom. I mean, way bigger. So think about the fact that um, even if you have the top filled rim to rim, they won't, nor can they, all fall through the spout at once. So when thinking about the funnel, the sales funnel, you want to focus at the top on moving them at a good pace downward, inch by inch. Even if they close two minutes apart, you can't close more than one at a time. So when you're talking to a prospect at the top or even in the the other places in the funnel, you want to focus on them and only them when you have their attention. If they are, if they mention someone else who might also be interested, that's great. But if you're still in talks, table that until you're finished talking about them and then ask about their referral and say, Hey, I know that you had somebody that you had in mind that we talked about earlier. Um, why don't I go on ahead and talk to them too? Now I don't want you to wait until the close, but I don't want you to interrupt their time by talking about someone else, make them the, the focus. So, um, in terms of, um, starting to 
get everything all filled up, you're going to want to talk to everyone you can. So in other words, if you want to get a bunch of clients in your funnel or a bunch of potentials in your funnel, you're going to talk to everyone you come across. That would be a potential client. In real estate, it's going to be anyone who would be a home buyer. In car sales, it's going to be anyone who would be a car buyer, anyone who would be a paper buyer if you're selling papers, and so on. It's about letting everyone you know what you do and reminding them often about what you do and that when they're ready to buy, letting them know that you'll be there for them. Now, if you're not talking to enough people now, your homework is going to be to go out and talk to people. I don't care what type of sales you're doing. You need to talk to more people. No matter who, what, or where, you need to let people know what you have to offer. Not everyone will be a prospect. I know that. You know that. But how will you know or get them into your funnel if you don't talk to them about it? Plus, you're going to get referrals more often than you're going to buy from these conversations. So why not? I know one real estate agent, she's very successful. She talks to people and hands out her business cards in the grocery store, the car wash, when she gets her hair done, her oil changed, and pretty much everywhere she goes. Doesn't matter if she knows them or not. If she overhears a conversation, hey, I heard you say you wanted to buy a house. Oh, you're looking for a house. Here's my card. If I can help you answer some questions, give me a holler. <clears throat> she gets so much business just by doing that one thing. Now, that is what you want to do even if you're working the phones and trying to fill your funnel by making cold calls. You still want to talk with everybody you, uh, who will listen about what you have to offer. Gatekeepers, sales managers, anybody in that office that you can talk to, even if it's not the DM, which I understand is the goal. So start adding names to your funnel until no more will fit in. And I'm telling you one thing, it'll never be full. So just keep putting people in there. The second and third parts of the funnel are where you focus on the narrowing process to move the prospect from the top of the funnel to the next area is the place where you have an interested prospect, somebody who's thinking about it. Hey, I think I might want to do this. It's the real talk phase, finding out their needs, talking with them and asking them what's important to them, filling the need. They may not even be at the point where they want to buy yet, but are at least interested enough to have some conversations. This is what I like to refer to as the reminder stage of the funnel. It's the area where you're going to work the hardest probably because more often than not, you're going to have to talk to them several times before being able to move them onto the third part of the funnel. Maybe they will tell you, hey, call me back in three months. That's when I'm going to be ready. Call me in six, whatever. Maybe they'll say, hey, that sounds great, but I just won't have the budget until X happens. And that's okay. You want these things to happen. If they're hanging out there for a while, that's okay. Let them hang out there as long as they're not moving back up to the top of the funnel. Just keep them there and focus on moving them downward. The more you talk to them, the more comfortable they will become with you and your processes. This is where you're going to call or visit them and remind them of earlier conversations and what was talked about. 
there's a lot more that goes into it. Um, but that's a conversation for another podcast, another day. So now that brings me to the third area of the funnel. This is the fun part. It's just prior to the spout. It's where you're going to have those more intense conversations about the prospect. That's going to move them toward the spout. The fun happens here. This is where the negotiations and the proposals and the conversations about budgets and getting into the real process of the order happens. It's to me the most exciting part of the funnel. You've got a client and they're moving toward the close. You can feel it happening. The area of focus here is just ironing out the details. What's the price going to be? What budget are we talking about? How many do you want? When would you like it delivered? Where would you like it delivered? What's going to happen? Again, there's a lot more that goes into it. And we'll talk about that in more detail another time. But the third area is where you're going to have those types of conversations. And think about moving them toward the end. It may happen quickly in just a few hours. It may take a couple of days, but it shouldn't take long to move them from there in, into the spout. So here we are. We're at the spout. We've arrived. The goal. It's about sealing the deal. The spout is where you're going to button everything up and then make the client so comfortable with the sale, they transition smoothly through the end. Buttoning up the deal might involve a lot or it might involve a little. But either way, it's not a sale until it closes. You've probably had a lot of conversations at this point with your client by now and, uh, you know, know what the import, what's important to them and why they want you to want to buy from you and what you have to offer. Never lose sight of that until it's over. I hope you've made good notes up to now <clears throat> so that when you're buttoning up to the close, you can refer to those details when you need to because questions are going to happen. You're going to need to remind them why they're here. Once the prospect does fall through the spout, celebrate the moment. Then get back and get ready for the next client to get to the spout. In conclusion, the funnel just means having prospects and clients in various points in the sales process so that you've got a steady flow falling through the spout. Now get out there and get talking. And let me know when you've got your funnel filled up. I'm willing to bet I never hear you say I'm full. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you come back next time to get more tips and advice from my years in sales and appointment setting. If you'd like to talk to me, send me an email to elora at eloralogan.com. I'll see you next time on the podcast where we produce highly successful salespeople.